right, so we are back here on another special dish here on Couch Coach Live, another Wednesday light night under the lights. We have some breaking news. It's funny how I always think to myself, man, we, we got to find some when, – when we come on live, we got to have some breaking news at least at some point on a Wednesday at 8 o'clock. But we got, we, got, we got what I wanted. We got like a low-key early Christmas gift. So according to Woj – uh, the NBA had it suspended Draymond Green indefinitely um, with yesterday's incident with uh, Yusuf Yurkic. Um, obviously, um, we'll and we'll talk. We'll look at. We'll, I'll show the video momentarily uh, where he struck um, Yurkic, and then also this is his third ejection um, of the season. Um, we'll talk about that, and then um, and you know we got different woes, but then also. Uh, Marcus Spears from uh, pretty much from ESPN as well. So he put he put out the uh, uh, Mark Spears. I don't know why I say Marcus Spears, but Mark Mark with a C at the end. Um, so pretty much he um, um, and this is a communication release from the NBA. So we talked about this, the suspension indefinitely. So Green suspension will begin immediately. He will be required to meet certain league and team conditions before he returns to play. So what we'll do, kind of backtrack, we'll kind of t- look at what 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 transpired last night in the game. So we'll get that going. Um, and I'll share my screen momentarily. And this, once again, fair use. And we'll get that going. Breed just such a great passer. Field just picked up his third foul. And now Green runs over Nurkic, and he'll be called for the foul. And they're going to take a look at this. See Jason Goble indicating they will go to the monitor here. Nurkic is down in a heap. Green just plows right over Nurkic. And we'll see if there's anything unnecessary added to it. Ooh, oh, man. Well, that's going to be a flagrant. Yeah, for and now sure. they're going to just try to decide if they think it was excessive. It's going to be at least a flagrant one. Could be a two. Which would be an ejection. Well, that is a swipe across the face. Green makes unnecessary and excessive contact to the face. The foul has been upgraded to a flagrant foul penalty, two. Green has been ejected from the game. There you go. All right. So, now your thoughts on uh, what transpired last night and now the breaking news uh, story now with uh, Draymond being out indefinitely. Your thoughts? I am shocked about the indefinitely, but then after seeing that, I'm like, <sighs> this, you know what I mean? Like, come on, Draymond. You know what I mean? When you heard, you know, it's funny, we're doing it kind of later than most people. But once you hear everybody talk about it, it's they dissecting it so much, like to the point he don't do only do this to like foreign players. I'm just being honest with you. These are all the things that people were saying today. You know what I mean? And then he he gave a uh, I think he knew he had to say a reason that I don't ever think a lot of this stuff is intentionally. I think he's getting paid to be an enforcer type of player. That has always been his niche. He's an underground. He's a, not underground, but a undersized power forward that has is very skillful and he's been successful they're not winning any championships without him going to state would not have the success without him but 
So in some type of way, I'm saying you're actually he's being has been paid to be that type of player because it's been happening from the from the get go. It's like they oh if we lose you blah blah blah, but you we need that intensity, we need that. And now I think the league is changing and it's starting to catch up with him. And it's been going on for a while. You know what I mean? What it's been some years now. It's almost what ten. Yeah, yeah. About 10 years that it's been that style of play. And, and, and one thing people know, you have to transition. Like I was watching and heard Rasheed Wallace was spoke, spoke about one thing he hated. He did. He held the ball up a certain way and they gave him a tech. That was his first tech. And that's what people know. Remember Rasheed Wallace as is always getting these technical files, which unless you love basketball, you know, he's, you know, more than that. But for me, I can't stick up for that. You know, I hear exactly what he said. Like, even when he did that thing with LeBron, LeBron stepped on him. I knew exactly what he was doing because I played against basketball players that would do that type of thing, try to figure out a way to get a foul, or, you know what I'm saying, or even hold, you know, hold you back in some type of way. So, but, man, you turned around and basically smacked him in his face. So, but another, I'm going to give it to you, Coach. But um, one thing somebody said is, Everybody's human beings, and it just seemed like since this keeps happening, there's something behind the scenes or maybe something going on personally, and it's starting to trigger onto the court because he is a veteran, and he has to know when to turn it on and when to turn it off. Yeah, the thing about this, I was thinking, you know, before, you know, before the breaking news today, um, I was thinking more on the lines like 10 to 25 games. That's why I was looking at it from this standpoint. Um, I think the NBA is right in as far as at least having a definite to a point where, hey, you had to do some stuff. This ain't this ain't a situation where we're going to put a cap on the number of games that you've missed. It's right. to a point where this year – now, we, we're talking about the 2023-2024 season. We've only been – it ain't even been two months since the league had – league this year started. Right. He's been ejected from the game three times. He right. just came back from a five-game suspension. I want to say about five games ago. I mean, I, I really think – I mean, right. that sounds sounded crazy, but he's, he's, he's essentially just returned back from a five-game yeah. suspension. You look at, like, the infraction from the past. We talk, And it's crazy. We, I mean, we talk about Draymond Green again. We just talked about him, like, two weeks ago uh, of the same similar situation. Like, this nurture nur- – hitting Nurky like that, This that was – that, that could have – that could have went very, very wrong. Like it's to a point he, I think he could have potentially broke a bone up in that guy. Eye. I mean, if he really, if, if it was one of those things where if you turned, if he turned around a few seconds earlier, because he wasn't expecting that. Because like he said, like I, don't, I didn't think that was gonna, you know, because you got your back towards him, you you're not gonna think somebody gonna swing at you and hit you like right here. He's really, literally two or three seconds away. If he would have came earlier. That he would have had a broken bone in his eye. Like, dude, like this. I mean, it could have been very catastrophic. And this is one of those where, like you said, they people got away with this because of their winning ways and like and the game has evolved. And now Golden State, they're not the team that we've looked at. They, you know, they have regressed. And it's because of just just everything, just the attrition and just in of, of, of age. But to me, I just think Draymond, like, it's gotta get to a point where this got to stop. Like it's three. Like we we like you said. We this thing has gone for dec almost nearly a decade. But now when you sit down, and you think about it, even just this year, he has a rap sheet this year, and it's like, dude, 
you 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 got <laughs> this this is crazy and then and it sucks because it's and to me it's kind of selfish for him to put himself in this position because even though Golden State is struggling, they still need him. That's the really? thing about the situation. And it's just like you're really gonna cost because the team is struggling. Like even like last night, you look at how I think they got 80 points off their bench last night. And it's just it gets to a point where you know he is needed. And I think God, they had like a below 500 record when he's not playing. So you're gonna add to that because you're gonna be indefinitely. I'm going on the assumption that he's gonna miss a good chunk of time going into. I know he probably may miss the rest of this this calendar year in 2023. He'll be back in 2024 at some point. But they need him, man. It's like, and that's just so, that's so unselfish of him to put himself in a predicament and doing a stupid play like that in 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 a game and in damn December. It's crazy. You think you think um you think he's doing this, man, because he's trying a lot of fire into like Wiggins and those guys that got their contracts and won the championship and they're not looking to really get rid of them. The thing is, he shouldn't have did it in this regard. Like, I mean, you, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like I can like okay, like I can understand, yes, you give them like a pause, a hard foul. Right. <laughs> but mm-hmm. dude, you cannot, you he cannot. You cannot face somebody to the back of them and then you swing Ooh, like this. Yeah. You can't you can't do right. that. If you want to make a statement, push some, you know, right. then a layup. You can there's so many different ways that you could right. you could light a fire and say that you could like like yeah. I said, you could have physically harmed him. Like he could have Jurkic could have missed a significant amount of games this season if that if if his if his um, hand connected to his eye or some part of that audible bone or that stuff in that part of your eye, that mess that's that's scary. Like like even you're just like I didn't expect that I when I was coming back, I wasn't expecting me to get hit like that. Then Chris Paul, you know, making this doing this cancer thing <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just I just feel like, you know, they're getting older, they own clay hard. Everybody's on clay hard. They own clay hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and you just the only thing you hear about Draymond is he's choking people. He's yeah. But you know, I mean, before we we move on, I'm gonna be honest with everybody. Like, I am a LeBron James fan, so I used to watch a lot of Warrior games, and they foul. I hate to say that they hold, they foul. They always have, you know what I mean? And it's just like now a lot of things that they do because they're getting older. You're starting to see it because now they really need to do those specific things. They've always filed like this. Clay used to do, do little things. I mean, it is what it is. But in their mind, that's because they play a certain style of basketball, and they their mindset is we want to win a championship every year. So they always playing that way. They don't take nights off. I will give Golden State that. So they play that style of basketball. It's just now they're getting older, and it's just you. They're calling it now. It is the bottom line. And then they're not really dealing with. They're very sensitive to a lot of things this year like i mean even look at how some of the stuff they're doing to lebron like lebron's getting a lot more technicals than usual you know what i mean like they're very sensitive to a lot of a lot of things so but they're not going to be dealing with draymond being that way because clearly they're not going to indefinitely i definitely didn't think that was going to happen yeah and i'm glad they did that because now like i talked about it earlier there's no cap to the suspension. So I definitely um, commend them because I definitely not, like you said, I definitely not think because they really have been soft 
about Draymond Green. I mean, his whole entire career when it comes to these type of infractions. Like even situation with Rudy a few weeks ago. Right. I was like five games, like right. you know. In, in his podcast in the championship, he pulled Jalen Brown down. Like, he pulled him down. Like, you saw him pull him down. And he was like, well, I had already got a text. So, you know, they usually be lenient on you getting your second text. So, I, you know, he's telling you that. You know what I mean? So, like. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to I got EJ. I was Draymond. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I lo- low-key, because I think, I don't know. Dray. He low key, I don't think he like I said he he a low key picked up guy. On the yeah, low. yeah, he is. But he, Nurkic, I don't know, like he 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 got that, that yeah that strength though. Look, I don't look, know. That's gonna be they, evenly they, matched. I think they. I hear y'all. I know y'all cracking. I think you. I think you have dudes that will jump up and talk that trash. They will fight, but that don't necessarily mean they're gonna win the fight. They usually be the ones like, man, so I don't like going nowhere with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't like but, going nowhere with you, B, because you always starting something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. A part of me, because, like, Jurgis was really calm, and that's kind of scary. Whereas, like, because I know, like, with me, if you swing on me right. like that, I'm, like, you're going to see the worst of me. You're going to see the north side of me, out right. of me. But Yerkes right. was calm. It's almost like right. it kind of reminded me of right. like um, it reminded me of um, of having Drago when he got that first hit from Apollo Creed because he was just like he was just sitting there this calm and I'm like yo, Yerkes was calm like everything that happened to this dude like you gotta think to yourself if somebody swing for you 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 had that fight or flight. Kind of thought in your mind, Jurgic was like, "Okay." No, what really is supposed like, to happen yeah. is his teammates were supposed to jump. His teammates were supposed to jump in on Draymond's face, but it seemed like when you watch it, it seems so dramatic. Like, oh damn! Like, yeah, you know what I mean. And you know what's funny? It it almost looked like everybody know, yo, he really he got something going on with him because really the Suns were supposed to jump on him. They didn't yeah. though. They they seemed like they were you know more or less. Trying to make sure Norkis was okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I think I got, I got my money be on Yerkish. Mine sure. is too. my money be my money be on Nurkic. because he was kind of calm. He was like scary calm. Like I get, I hit this man with my best shot. Oh, he, oh, he finna do work on me. Pause. Pause. He failed though. When he got hit though, he did. He did <laughs> fall though. He definitely fell to the ground. Held his jaw. Yeah, I still that's... think. Oh boy, again. I think I think I think Yogi's getting, but still, <laughs> you know, yeah. Can you see Draymond uh, bouncing around trying to boxing? <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's just ridiculous, man. Anyway. But, but yeah, so what we're gonna do? We're gonna kick that intro. We'll get with the rest of the show. So we'll talk about uh, the Monday Night Football doubleheader that shockingly right. lived up to the bill. Um, oh, and we forgot today's a special day. Today is it, Tay Day. It's Taylor Swift's birthday, so we'll talk about her boyfriend, BFF, Travis Kelsey. Not Travis Kelsey, but Patrick Mahomes. So we'll talk about Taylor's boyfriend, BFF, Patrick Mahomes, and his beef with the referees. Um, Shohei Atani, my our cousin, 
He our cousin now because he got seven. He had a what a ten year seven hundred million dollar contract. He our cousin. <laughs> yeah, <I'm getting laughs> <that's right. laughs> we're talking about. <laughs> we also talk about the Lakers winning the in season tournament. Uh, we'll talk about our games to watch, picks, and all that. So what we're gonna do? We'll take that quick intro and we'll get the show going. Uh, right now here on uh, Couch Live, you know, and uh, following our breaking news story. <laughs> Indeed, big shout out to Big Kirko. They definitely, they definitely needed you this week, but you know, you did your thing on on the Madden cast, and you know, we're here. So, speaking mm-hmm. of Madden cast, man, it's it's so funny when you look at and when you when you sit down, and you think about Monday Night Football. I know we talked about it last week. Oh man, these games are gonna be trash. This is gonna be a Monday Night Football double header. Mm-hmm. I think I even joked like, hey, maybe you should take a week off, but I don't know. This was arguably. One of the best Monday Night Football double headers that we've had in quite some time. Two close games and two ma- major upsets. Where you had the Giants beating the Packers twenty-four to twenty-two, and you also had the Titans get their first road win of the year against the Miami Dolphins twenty-eight to twenty-seven. What's your thoughts on the Monday Night Football double header? Um, it was great, man. Um, both great games. Uh. Um, I see them, you know, really the quarterback did well, you know what I mean? I mean, you can't 17 for 21 or what, 158 yards, mm-hmm. not going to knock him. Um, one game, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he ran for what, 96 yards, 71 yards, something like that. But he ran for a lot of yards. Um, I think Saquon Barkley was balling. I wish the Giants had a little bit better ball blocking. Because it was sometimes I felt like they had a couple touchdowns they could have had if they'd have blocked better. I'm talking about receivers anyway, but um, and then uh, I mean both games was great, man. I really felt like Miami should have won. I think Miami to me need to need to uh, focus on, and I'm you know you may not agree, but focus more on trying to win a Super Bowl and get to like the AFC Championship than trying to have swag and trying to joke around. Because they when as I was watching it watching the game, it just seemed like they. They just knew they were going to win. Like, you know, they looked comfortable to me until the heat was on. And you know what I mean? Um, they think they about to hit the quarterback. And, you know, the quarterback wanted that game. Was it Will? Will, Will um, Levis, yeah. Will Levis. He wanted that game, B. Like, he was yeah. chumping them. Like, he, he wasn't sliding. He was running over them. And that didn't do oh. nothing but inspire D-Hop. That inspired Henry. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, if you're doing that, then let's go. You know what I'm saying? So, I just, um, man, you got to play the game. Every game, you cannot be lack of days. And I'm a Steeler. And a lot of times when I see these Steelers where they think they're supposed to win, they're very lackadaisical. You know what I mean? So great gift, great games. Um, congratulations, you know, especially to the fans. They got to see some upsets. That's what we love. 
Yeah. And I actually love the fact that they're that they, they did this because normally the double handles are one game is at seven, then the other one's right. like eight fifteen. So mm-hmm. these games kind of simultaneously happened at the same time. It was great kind of going back and forth between the two. I think the majority of the time I was watching the Giants and the and the Packers because that was more of the closer game than mm-hmm. it is from, from start to finish. Um Tommy Tommy DeVito. Once again, I've you know I'm I'm a victim of uh, Tommy Cutlass as, as a Commanders fan. So um, you know another great performance by him. Um, you just look at um, even with the turmoil with the Giants and having such a terrible season, and then you're looking at the infighting within the organization within the coaching staff. They still came out and played and won. Then Green Bay is oh my god, Green Bay. I'm so glad I'm not a Packers fan because they are so like Dr. Jekyll, and Mr. Hyde, right. all at once. One like Thanksgiving, they look fantastic. They look right. great against the Lions. Then they drop the ball again with the you know in this in this in this game. They mm-hmm. look good. The previous week they went to they you know they 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 beat the Chiefs. You know at um at home you know right. last week and now they drop the bomb like this. It's kind of one of even though they're still in the playoffs, they're the seventh seed in the AFC. So I mean not AFC, but the NFC. So they still got time to kind of ride that ship and do his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Titans and the Dolphins was really odd because that game wasn't close, and it was weird because with four minutes to go, they had a the um the Dolphins had a 14-point lead. They were up 27-13. Right. And then obviously um they must have put they must have put some uh, mayo, mayo in uh, Will Levis' coffee because he he went a little off in that fourth quarter. You see that flicker? Um, that yeah. flicker when he, oh that that was the change yeah. of the game to me. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Like, yeah, and the thing with it too is like the Dolphins, and like I said, I think the Dolphins. That's one thing they gotta realize: you gotta win these type of games, especially when you look at mm-hmm. the seeding in the AFC, where right. um, you know could I see them going to Baltimore, winning the AFC championship? Mm-hmm. I doubt it. Um, you know, I, we, you know, with the Kansas City situation, they, you know, they still they eight and five, so they wouldn't necessarily boy. But it's like, yeah, Miami gotta, you know, Miami gotta take business. Right. Yeah, I think you know, we're really seeing a lot about this Miami Dolphins team, like, and they're gonna, you know, that's one thing they need to kind of get their act together because I quite as kept that Buffalo Bills team is playing some good football right around this time and. You don't, you know, you don't, you want to close that gap with this team, and you think because they're what seven and six now, they still kind of fight their way into the playoffs. But then you, you know, you dropping a ball like this in this game, you got. I mean, Miami got to, you know, the AFC, the, the AFC East is not sold up, so they definitely need to take care of business. And yeah, like yeah, you like you said, that swag all you swag all you want. Yeah, go to swag in Baltimore. You want to have the AFC Championship game mm-hmm. in Miami. And and just like and you know something going on too, because let me tell you, uh oh man, what's my man Tyree Kill? Like I keep seeing his wife for what? You know what I'm saying? Like he just yeah. what you know, he did that flip and got and, and that dude got fired, took his phone. Then I keep seeing things with his wife, like his wife knocked this dude's food all over his hair, and he was saying, Oh, it's her fault. Like I keep seeing that, and I'm yeah. like, Okay, man, I know you got your championships and you got your contract, but you know what I mean? And then, like, even that, he said, I had to go back in the game because my baby texted me, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, they were talking about that. And I'm like, okay, y'all playing too much. <laughs> and then, and, um, yeah. I'm sorry, one more thing. Like, Tua, I think this is the first time, like, it could have been about him. And it was uh, a fourth, it was a third and three. And he need, they needed this first down. 
And we all, I, I felt like he was, I knew he was going to run. If you're going to run, bro, you got to run. You can't be out there, Russell Wilson's and dancing around. You got to run or they're going to yeah. pop you and you're not the guy that need to be getting popped. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm telling you, they, they cannot afford to lose Tyreek Hill because when they, when he was not in that game, right. their offense looked lost. It's almost like I thought you had speed all over the place. But obviously, I think that speed just comes with Tyreek Hill. But yeah, man, Miami, man, it's you know, I wish we, I wish we would have had this, that um, that type of mentality when we played them last last week. But we didn't, you know. Yeah, no, hey, but, B, I feel you, B. Like I, I got, like I got again, I got a Travis Hunter on my team, and they don't, they won't use him. I, I'm not, you got a well, he's six five, six four. And you just got him on the outside, and you're doing all these plays. He'd be wide open. It's just the word. It's like, and then they act like them young receivers on my team are not supposed to say anything. They supposed to just sit there and keep quiet when they like, you know, I'm gonna have to have a contract negotiation too. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, if you, what am I supposed to do but anyway? Yeah, I hate. You. Yeah. So what we're gonna do now? We'll talk a little Patrick Mahomes. So let me get this going. All right, so uh, so Patrick Mahomes, let me get that going. All right, there we go. So um, obviously, at, and we and we talked about good games. We talked about you know the Monday Night Football uh, doubleheader, which were two great games, but probably arguably probably the best game of the week was the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Buffalo Bills matchup. Um, so we will set it up. So with a minute twenty five left to go, it was the second and ten. Uh, pretty much Kansas City was driving. They pretty much was like yards away from being in field goal range and kind of tying this football game up. At this time, the Bills was up 20 to 17. So Patrick Mahomes drops back the pass. Now, what's crazy about the situation is so Patrick Mahomes drops the pass. So then he tra- he sends it to Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey do his thing. Then he does a forward lateral to Kadavius Tony. But even in the call, there was a flag that was <laughs> there was a flag that was um, at the yard uh, at the um, yard of, um, the line of scrimmage before the even play started. So in that case, it was uh, Davis Tony uh, was offsides and uh, pretty much lined up in the neutral zone and pretty much negated arguably probably the best play of the year. Um, so if you look if you watch the broadcast, Patrick Mahomes went off in a very uncharacteristic way that we haven't seen them go off. We've seen them kind of go off. I think this one was like kind of, whoa, it's like kind of an eye-opening experience. We're not going to show the actual him being upset with that, but I definitely want to talk about, show the presser. Um, it's just like a minute clip. We'll talk um, as far as his thoughts on his aggression and the referees and what have you. So I'm going to cue that up uh, momentarily and we'll play that. And once again, this is another one. Uh, fair use, uh, fair use. So we'll get that going. Get that queued up. I mean, it's a legendary moment, man. I mean, nothing that's not taught, something only a couple people in this world would even think about doing. Um, and for making the catch, making a couple dudes miss and throwing the ball across 
the fit with the guy and just want to touch down in that moment. Um, I hope they still show it whenever whenever he goes into the Hall of Fame because that's that's a legendary moment that uh, we didn't get to didn't get to really uh, witness. As as a, like I said, elementary school, we talk about you line up, you point to the ref, you're good, you're not good. If not, they come to you. They we talk. You need to get off the ball more. You need to be on the ball more. You have a discussion. I mean, that's 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 the ref job. I mean, they want to have an open discussion so that you can go out there and put the best product you can on the field. Um, and for him to throw that flag, no explanation, no anything. And I, I saw the picture, and I mean, he probably is I mean, barely off, barely off sides. But for him to to take the game into his hands over a, a call like that, that doesn't affect the play at all, at all, didn't affect anything. Um, I mean, it's just tough, man. And like I said, man, that's a Hall of Fame tight end making a Hall of Fame play that won't be shown because we threw a flag on for an offensive offsides. And so it takes away from not only this game and this season, but from a legendary career that Travis has had. And I mean, that hurts me because I know how, how hard he works for it. All right. So we'll talk about the play and then also uh, Patrick Holmes at, at, um, at the presser. Uh, what's your thoughts on it? <clears throat> the hell is he talking about? He was offside. <laughs> like, it's, you know what I mean? Like you have receivers like, yeah, every once in a while, the ref would tell they may need to back up you offside and you really should check with the ref. But, the hell is he talking about? B, you were offside. I understand over the years you've been getting calls in the last, from the mid three third quarter through the. <laughs> you always tend to get calls that go your way, but he was offside. If you really, you know, um, the play was great. You know what I'm saying? But could was it? How you say Kadarius Tony? Kadarius Tony, yeah. He has been an issue for you, Mahomes, since what game one. Or in the, when they, when yep. he tweeted, he did he dropped balls. Then he was trying to nerd to be yep. talking about the Giants. Um, what is what did I say? Like like he's un, extremely underachieving, man. Like he got what the biggest pass he got against the Jags was thirty five yards. He only got one TD for this whole season. He's at one hundred seventy four yards. Like this was the dude that's supposed to take Tyree Hill's position. Like. I think he's underachieving myself. And you, Patrick Mahomes, you got Andy Reid. Yeah, you know what I mean? What's going on? That's probably why they lose it. Like, like one 18 yards. I was like, what the hell? You know, anyway, like when he plays against the Giants his rookie year, he got 39 passes and then for 420, 24 yards. He is not that dude anymore. He's not that dude. Like last year, he only got 14 passes for a hundred, was it a uh 170, 171 yards career the whole season. That's all he got. Like, if you want to talk talk about somebody, I ain't saying in public, you need to be talking to him because he's been in the league for a good minute and he needs to step up. Like, you had to do a lateral for him to make a touchdown. <laughs> he only got one TD this whole season. That I mean, that's how I feel about it. I, I, I don't know what Patrick Mahomes, but he's acting really spoiled to me. I think the thing about it, I think the play, it would have been by far, I think in my personal opinion, would have been the best play of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially considering the fact, um, you know, we just lost Frank Wycheck. Obviously, Frank Wycheck mm-hmm. um, had one of the best plays. The, the, um, you see the miracle where he laddered it to Kevin Dyson. Right. So I look at it from that standpoint, like, damn, like, we definitely, you know, that, oh, that would have been, that would, that would have been fitting for a moment like that. Right. But, um, the rules is the rules, and the thing about the Xavier, Xavier Tony situation is, yes, he was lined off sacks, and it was clear as day. And it's just like one of those where I get it. I get your frustration. I get it. Like, you know, it's in the heat of the moment. I think now if he sit back now, we three days removed from it, 
okay, yeah. And even he even said in the press up, well, you know, he was he was a little bit offside. It ain't no such thing as a little bit offside. You're offside or you're not. It's that like like my English teacher used to say, one of my English teachers in eleventh grade. It ain't no such thing as being pregnant or a little bit pregnant. You're pregnant. Right. <laughs> so, up to a point, I think that the situation at hand, it, like you said, it it is it's he was in a neutral zone. You can't like it's almost to a point where. You should have traveled back with with the Bills in Buffalo. You were so far, you were so, you pretty much was was on. You could have almost had the Bills had 10, 12 men on the field, it like because you would line up right next to them. I, like I, I guarantee you, those guys knew what you had for for lunch. You were that close, and I, not to be dramatic and all, but I get it. And then I think Patrick Mahomes, man, because look, we lost another game. We eight and five. Man, I'm gonna have to play a, a playoff game on the road. Like I'm gonna, you know, just go, you know. So it's just one of those where, you know, I, I get his frustration, but I'm at a point where I mean, I understand even in that game. I think Dan Olaski did a great job as far as um, looking at some plays, and he says he lined up about six times. So I kind of understand from Patrick's right. perspective in a sense because. If you didn't call it, like, because I think Dan Olaski said it, the, uh, the, the, like, the second play of the first draft of the game, Tony lined up offsides in that one, but they didn't call that one. And there was a couple of infractions where they never called it. And I, I understand that from his perspective, but it's almost like to me, it's like, like we always, like, I, my perfect analogy of a situation is speeding. You 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 gonna have a whole, most time we're gonna we're gonna go past over the speed limit due to the flow of the traffic, mm-hmm. but what's gonna happen is you gonna be that little red Corvette that's gonna get stopped. Nobody else gonna get stopped. Everybody else can go the same speed as you, but you are gonna get stopped. And this, this is another classic case of that. And I like I understand, Patrick Mahomes. Guess what? You ain't the only one. Every 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 NFL team has had a play. That has screwed them this year. Welcome to the club, Patrick Holmes, for the first time in God knows when you had a game that did uh, uh, what well, ref and screw you, screw it. Thank God it's only happened to you in in, in, in December 2023. <laughs> right. Be thankful, Patrick. Can I can I say something? First off, like you know, what is you talking about? Like you just messed this special play up. Like what? You know, I feel like they trained, they probably practiced them to say, hey, man, step over. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, you saying it like, man, you don't never call it usual. But if he's, if he's, if what was it on the other side, he would say, man, he's lining up off sides. Like, wasn't it, okay, wasn't it like a, a championship, a playoff game last year where they were playing extremely physical? They were letting them grab each other. And then all of a sudden, they call it like an offensive foul. Something happened. And I was like, yeah, why would they call that when they've been physical the whole game? And then went Kansas City's way. Are you, are you talking about the Super Bowl where so. Red Baron and Juju? And but that was a hold. But like you said, in right. that and but in that time is kind of one of those where. But yeah, and I think we think of, talk about this a lot in basketball. Where we always say, like in crunch time, hey, do you swallow the willow? Um, swallow right. the, the whistle. Pause. Right. But, Extremely. 
pause. I mean, hey, it's, 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 it's a sports thing, you know. Right, right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Judge the game, fellas. Right, right. Y'all, y'all know, y'all know, y'all know my heart. Right. Pause. <laughs> but like you said, it's well. Um, let me ask you a question. Like, what about with um Joker just got kicked out the game for complaining? You know, I'm just trying to. It's like you, you. His complaint to me is not, it's not as good as the Joker saying he got fouled, and then they get so sensitive and they get, you know, what I'm saying, they kick right. him out of the game. Like I feel like you need to get at your receiver and say, "Hey, man, look, you need to line up." But I believe that they probably tell them, "Hey, man, line up right here." If you don't say anything, you know what I'm saying, like just so he can get yeah. a jump on the line. And I'm almost to a point about them. I mean, I know this don't sound really. Dude, I'm gonna sound like a little league head coach right now, man. Don't. I'm at a point where if I'm Andy Reid, I'm like, all right, Kadarius, you get that clear from the referee, you give a thumbs up. So anybody ever say, hey, you lined up in a neutral zone, we could go back and look at that right. film and be like, you got your thumbs up. Right. Just put your thumbs up and and let the referee say, hey, right. sad judge. Thumbs up, right? I'm good. I'm good. All right. And then that's that's all I'm doing. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting at the pack. Pack and look at it and be right. like, "Yep," because I'm 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 I'm. That's what I'm saying. That's gonna be to me. That'll be my whole. That'll be my whole plan. Right. To me too. I think y'all need to be getting rid of this Tony fella. He's been a he's been a situation this whole year. I hate to tell y'all that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Dropping balls. The game that y'all necessarily needed. The Bills too. Y'all know y'all always supposed to spank the Bills if anything. That's why the B, you know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, B. Nah, he needs to be. I, I, he need, he needs to be replaced. Yeah. But that's the thing. I mean, you think about it. I mean, this dude, Kadarius Tony, was a first round pick. Like people gotta realize he was a, he was a first round pick, and right. they he and they they got rid of him for next to nothing. So that just shows you, essentially, what the Giants thought about him as well. Because you, because this, it's very hard. For you to get rid of a first round pick, because I think he was a, I think Terry Tony probably was drafted like in two thousand. I mean, in twenty twenty or either twenty twenty one. So I mean, you yeah. got so you got to think to yourself, they got rid of him in in in, in less than in, in a year. Yeah. You know how hard right. it is for right. a first round pick right. to just get traded for a bag of peanuts or a bag of chips or Cheetos or cookies. Like all his rookie year, I'm telling you, the next he, year. It was hard. Yeah, I ain't. I think a hundred something, and then the year after that, it was nothing. He played like got like two catches for nothing, yeah. for nothing. And then he's been in Kansas City for two years, and I'm like, yo, y'all got him at a number one, and he's only had one TD this year and a hundred and seventy something yards for the whole season. That's crazy to me. I mean, maybe I'm. And, and what's weird is he had a good game in the Super Bowl, and that's where it's like it's so. It's weird. Like all this yeah. stuff is just it's it's bizarre. It's this it's just all of it. And like you said, like, yeah, because that's, that's the 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 weirdest thing with it. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, you got it like to me, if somebody give you a first round pick, he got he literally got traded a year and a half after he got drafted. That's that's a red flag right there. That's like somebody telling me, Hey, I got a fifty dollar gift card and I'm gonna give it to you for ten dollars. Right. No, I'm good because that, that, that gift card is no good. <laughs> then when so, when he dropped balls in the first game, and then when the Giants, I think they first game something happened, he tweeted about it, 
And everybody was like, what did you worry about the Giants for you not playing no more? But you dropping balls yeah. to Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Yeah, he cost him the Lions game. Yeah, he cost right. him the Lions game. That yeah. was his first yeah. first, first time he lost in his first week, right? Or something like that, right? That was, oh, that was opening up. That was the first game oh, of the season. Yeah, yep, yeah that, that was, was the one I, I called the Lions, too. So I'm going to get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, I called that. You did. You're like, I think this is going to be, I don't know, Lions. first time. <laughs> nope. But, yeah, man, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, it's just like this holiday season, man. Don't, don't fall for them gimmicks, man. You see what, see what, they, see what the Chiefs got to deal with? Remember I told them, hey, I give you this, this $50 gift card for $5. Hey man, right. that gift card don't even work. You lost your five dollars, player. Patrick got his money, and then you know Kelsey. And then they said, you know, rather than them trying to get some players, no disrespect, but you try to get some players. They worried about Taylor Swift. Hmm. You know, trying to take that. You know, trying to use that Coach Prime um 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 um, um setup. You know, have some. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like nobody. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know what's going on. Yeah, man. They know, and they know, and they, and they know the day Tay Day. So you know what I'm saying. Tay Day, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Tay Day. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know. So we gotta talk. We gotta talk about uh, uh, you know, fam- family business at this point. We this family business because you know we got me. And you got two. We got new cousins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So we got. Uh, we got to definitely talk about Shohei Shohei Atani. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, um, he's a pitcher and a designated hitter. Um, he's a 2023 AL MVP. He's a three-time All-Star. Um, he led the American League last year with 44 home runs. Um, he signed with the Dodgers, 10-year, $700 million contract. Interesting thing about his contract is, so during the 10 years that he will be in this contract from now to 2030, 2033, he'll get paid about – Two million dollars annually. Mm. So, so during the years of 2023 and 2023, that's going to be essentially he'll get paid 68 million dollars annually. Uh, essentially, 10 years after this con after the contract essentially ends, and so he'll get more of his money on the back end. So, essentially, think about it as pretty much a 20 year contract. Seven hundred million dollars and sixty-eight million you could get annually. Ten years starting in twenty thirty-four. Mm. So, uh, what's your thoughts on our, on, on our cousin? Hey man, getting paid. Congratulations! I, I, you know, I when I when I was learning about this, I was watching the channel it was nothing but females, and they were speaking on it, and that's all they they sound. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to we we can have coffee. Like I, they were so excited. <laughs> like I'm like, you ain't getting the money. <laughs> oh man, we can have a party and drink some tea and then i'm sitting like damn 700 million dollars that's how they go that's how they get uh wow yeah. congratulations to him man yeah i don't really have much like they said um uh you know mvp american league mvp seemed like he the biggest name in, in baseball right now and i guess he's uh well deserved you know what i mean play both sides um is what it is. He's going with the Angels, though, right? Oh no, the Dodgers. Dodgers, yeah. He's with the right, Dodgers, so he's though. going against it. He going, um, he on some Babe Ruth stuff. He going to the enemy, huh? Because wasn't he with the wow. Angels? Yeah, yeah. so ain't got to go too far. Cross the right. hall in a sense. Right. Uh, <laughs> no magic on them. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, 
Yeah, and you know, but you know, we talking about the girls. We just hey, we cousins. Um, you know, like what Jay Z, what his cousins used to tell him. Look, give me forty four thousand four thousand dollars. I can make you a millionaire. Well, that's the type of cousins we gonna be. You know what I'm saying? So definitely try to talk cousin. But um, I mean, it, it's definitely well deserved. I mean, like you said, he is the face of Major League Baseball. You definitely have a guy that has a dual role. Um, he'll bring so much excitement to the Dodgers, especially now. You just look at it. Um, you know, it's it's almost when you think about, and I hate to say this out loud, but the like the Dodgers versus the Angels, almost like the Lakers and the Clippers. He's mm-hmm. now gone gone to the Lakers as far in the sense like the, the most popular mm-hmm. brand in baseball. So um, I love it. I love that he's going, you know, to the Dodgers. Um, and then I, I like this idea of him getting, you know, almost like almost like a Bobby Bonilla type situation where um, he'll get that money because Shohan, he's only so he'll be thirty in July. So you think to yourself, you know, in twenty thirty four, he would be forty. Mm-hmm. So between the ages of 40 and 49, he'll get paid $68 million annually. So that's a great – I love that idea in a sense because now you think to yourself, you know, in 10 years, who knows what's going to happen in 10 years from now? You know, right. will he still be playing in the league? You know, because he still be, he might be still playing at 40. We don't know. Right. But at least getting that cushion right there, $68 million, um, and I think another thing I like about the situation with him, um, like you know, as far as being able to do that as well, and I just I just love that. Um, and it, and we're gonna get to a point that it's funny, and it, I think in our lifetime, we're not even lifetime. I think in the next maybe five to ten years, we're gonna have a baseball player making a billion dollars. Right. It's crazy. We're <laughs> almost right there. I mean, it's and crazy he have how a, he doesn't have an agent, right? I don't know. I don't know if he has Asian or not, but okay. the thing that's interesting because like it's crazy because because I remember like when these guys were getting egregious contracts. Like I remember A Rod when he got 125 million dollars. Bryce Harper got his money. Juan Soto, these guys got their deals. And I think so, man, this man is getting seven hundred million dollars. We're literally three hundred million dollars away from a player in this league becoming a billionaire off of one contract. Crazy. Man, that that all that all that do is make me want to have me a, have me a little son. And hey, we, we hey we gonna learn how to pitch and hit. Hey, yeah. <laughs> okay? Did you okay. hear? Did, did you listen to? Because um, I know I watch Gills. Um, it's my favorite podcast. Mm-hmm. So, um, Kenyon Martin told his uh, his son, "Man, go ahead. What you need to do is snip snip it up, and what you need, but then go go freeze you up some stuff, and oh, yeah. then go find you a dumb." <laughs> WNBA girl, and and if y'all do y'all thing, (laughs) so y'all can have a uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, how you athlete? Yeah, man, have your man child. That's not the first time I heard that, and I really probably I had an old produce manager, Ohio State fan. He said the same thing. He said, "Man, I'm like, you know, you got to get one of them women with hips. You know, them the ones that bring out the the ball." (laughs) I was like, "You crazy." And, and and people laugh, but but that's what that's what that's what um Laval Ball was saying. Hey, I, I'm an athlete, my wife an athlete, and look what we got three right. boys that was in the NBA. Right. Laval said, "Hey, Laval said the bar." You know what I'm saying? LeBron ain't playing today, tonight. Okay. Of course, it's the back to back. But yeah, I knew he was tired. I knew he was tired For last sure. night. That's why he shot out those three. 
Yeah, man. Well, yeah. Shout out to our cousin, man. Show, you know. Crazy. Shohan. Shohei. My bad. Shohei. We we having something at the crib Christmas, man. Pull up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he pull up. Where the yams at? <laughs> Yo, you know what I'm saying? Come on. If you, if you ain't trying to pull up on Christmas... Hey, we will have something in New Year's, man. You know, we'll you have know some black funny? eyed peas, brother. You know what's funny about that? Because you know, my yeah. mom moved, you know what I'm saying? So my daughter was like, Man, I sure want some sweet yams. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Nina, like like Nina made. <laughs> so I went yeah. to my old boy's house and I said, I'm just gonna get some yams for my daughter. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. She don't want no sweet potato casserole, she wants some <laughs> you know, she wants some yams. I was like, I hear you. Yeah. Anyway. So we get uh, so that we'll talk about our final topic of the night. So we'll talk about the LA Lakers winning the in-season tournament, the inaugural in-season tournament. So they beat the Pacers to win their first ever in-season tournament. Um, so uh ratings was 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 very well. Um the, so the average um viewership was 4.5 million views. Uh, it peaked at 5.6 around 11 o'clock hour, obviously right as the fourth quarter and all that was going on. So um, so pretty much that was the most watched non-Christmas game since right. February of 2018. Right. Now, it's a 40%, 46% increase compared to last year's ABC debut with the Warriors and the Celtics. Um, and then also... Um, there will be a banner um, that the guys will rec- um, that will that they will have. What is it uh, starting on? Uh, it'll be on Monday um, for for their in season tournament championship. So, what are your thoughts on in season tournament, and then also um, any ways to improve it? What you got? Um, any ways to improve it? Um, I, <clears throat> I, I thought it was great. I thought that uh. Any way to make these guys uh, or make um, people want to watch it earlier, especially after, like, you know, October, because we get hyped up for it to happen. You know, those early games, unless it's like your team got some, you know, like like teams making uh, these moves, you don't really care about them. You know, you know, for me, it's tradition to watch uh, the game on um, on Christmas. It's going to really be a big thing when LeBron retire, because that's something that me and my dad, been, you know, that's his birthday. But um, <clears throat> I don't see anything different. Okay, I'm really excited to see what you're going to say. But I will say this. I like the money. But I think I think a lot of teams didn't take it as serious. And I think now, like, for instance, I think the Bucks didn't look as good. I think they didn't look as good as we thought. And I think Boston, too. You know what I mean? I thought they thought since they got Porzingis that um, – they weren't going to miss some people that they lost, like Greg Williams and blah, 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 you know? Um, same with the Bucks. Like, we already said, like, I'd rather have Holiday than, than Dame. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? It's good for the for the Bucks because, you know, jerseys and stuff, but I'd rather have Holiday. So I think that hit a reality of the, the chemistry you have to have when you're playing in games that really mean something. Like, your team has really got to be clicking. Um I was good good for a fact. I like Bruce Brown. I like Halliburton. So you got to see that even them Pelicans, man. I like the Pelicans. Always have. I just think they got outclassed. Um, and they ain't never been in that predicament either. A lot of those players that was on the Pelicans. So it gives um 
it, it, it helps the experience to be in like those type of competition for players. It's just great, man. If you gamble, it's even better. That's the, I think that's even why, even the reason why um, it was such a success. I think a lot of guys is doing the online gambling, and it was perfect with that even being in Vegas. Um, to make it better, very easy. I think they should get a draft pick. Whoever wins should get a draft pick. I think I, I seen that on the podcast earlier. I think yeah. that's perfect. You're already doing the money. I think um, um, with the end season tournament, I think some teams that play hard all year didn't mess around being in the um, – not the end season tournament, but the um, – what's the tournament before the playoffs? Oh, the play-in. The play-in. The play-in game. I, like you said, you can lose a, a, a position for a draft pick sometimes. You know what I mean? I think that that's what they were talking about. You kind of mess up your position of being – like you can mess around be seven – and you know you be low like it's just something i just think they should do a draft pick i think you should win money and then you also should get like an asterisk like a wild card draft pick maybe 14 between 11 and 14. yeah yeah i mean i i loved like it's to a point where i didn't necessarily like the group play i think not me Mm -hmm. this group play was between tuesdays and fridays so Mm -hmm. it's a little difficult but i think once the quarterfinals started I enjoyed it. Like I said, mm-hmm. I talked about it last week where I was so busy watching Boston versus, versus the Pacers on a Monday night, and I kind of was like going back and forth between the, the Monday night football game last week. I think that was Cincinnati and mm-hmm. Cincinnati and Jacksonville. I was going yeah. back and forth between that. And the Indianapolis crowd was almost like a playoff. It was a playoff type of atmosphere, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you even look at even, you know, Sacramento and L.A., those, you know, those teams that hosted – um, mm-hmm. It was great. Um, and I think, like, the improvement, I do agree with you as far as having the draft pick. I mm-hmm. kind of want a low-key, and I think to kind of sweeten the pot, I think what they should do is have that, have that. but I think their odds should almost be similar to, like, the, like a top pick. may not necessarily be like a top pick because I'm not sure what the lottery odds are, but they should have high lottery odds. Mm-hmm. In that sense, where because you'll be a part of that draft lottery, because what you're gonna do, in a sense, you're gonna have those. <laughs> the, t- the the players may not like right. it, but the, that management, oh, for sure. Like if you right. look at like your team, like like the Spurs, Pop would have them guys to play because like, look, if I get two first round picks, you know, I you know I'm gonna do my thing because look like now because you look how bad San Antonio and Detroit are. I guarantee mm-hmm. you, they would have been busting tail for two or three weeks. If they would have knew this was a, a something that was going to happen, like you said, it's something that could benefit everybody. Right. Because to the fact, hey, I want to have two draft picks, especially if you're if you're like the, like we talk about Detroit, San Antonio, you can have potentially two lottery picks, right. and all you're essentially doing is playing three weeks of of uh, of group play, and then you right. know, and then you're playing like a single elimination tournament. So hell, right. you just got to win what three Ooh. four games. So you saying so you saying if they could they could get into the lottery. You want you saying that? Well, yeah. So, say for instance, like so, the Lakers. Like, right. point today. So, even though I don't think necessarily Lakers will be a a lottery team, right? But they should be a part of the of the draft lottery, like they and I and I oh, think their odds and I think their odds should be like almost like they should at least guarantee. I don't say guarantee, but you just should have the same odds as a top ten pick. So, say for instance, right. if you like finish I that like top that. ten. You got like a five percent chance of getting the number one pick or something like, like that. that. Uh, whatever the odds, because like you said, that's gonna have that's gonna have the players might not go oh, hard, but that. but the management for sure are gonna be 
are going to at least get these players out because you, like you said, ain't nobody. Oh no, you you gonna oh you can play hard tonight, right? Because guess what? If you get that man, like the whole thing is is entertainment. So that right there will make you want to watch the what they do the lottery. We already sitting there, but think about it, man. If they was to do that and then like, damn, couple with that, um, hey. You know what I'm saying? And then they motherfucking, I mean, excuse my language, but the Lakers end up getting the number one. You're like, oh, snap. Because they yep. said that on the pod when they brought it up. They was like, how do you think they got magic and they got worthy? You know what I'm saying? It was through yeah. a coin, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> in the air, yep. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. great, man. Okay. I think so. <laughs> and another thing I want, another thing I do want them to do, like we had the quarterfinal games. Mm-hmm. I actually want those quarterfinal games to be on Christmas Day. Word. I think that either either what you do is maybe you kind of stretch out the tournament for two weeks, mm-hmm. or what you could do is um, essentially um, either you expand it by two weeks or you push it up forward two weeks. Um, because to me, I think that's a great idea because those games are going to be be meaningful. I think it would have been it would be great for a year like this year because. You don't have to worry about next year because Christmas is on a Tuesday oh, next year. Next year. But, you you know, because, you know, they've been competing with the NFL for the last, like, maybe last two or three years. Mm-hmm. And you can think about it because now it's another one where, you know, you think to yourself, you, we we literally have a Super Bowl matchup on Christmas Day potentially in San Francisco and, 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 and Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Who You can't compete with that. I don't care. You know, especially in the meaningful, meaningless regular season game. But, like, if you have those four quarterfinal games, they can work out the fifth game. I don't right. care what they want to do with the fifth game, but and I think it gives an opportunity for like you know small market teams like like you look at what situation like I talk about with Indiana. Because you like, are we ever going to see an Indiana Pacers host a Christmas Day game? I don't see it. Right. You know, I don't see it in, in the near future. <laughs> But um, you know, you get those opportunities. And I know people are like, well, you know, oh, we gotta have a game at MSG at ten o'clock. I mean, at twelve o'clock. I mean, not necessarily. Not if. I mean, the Knicks are better now, but like even when they were terrible, did we really care that the Knicks was, you know, played on Christmas Day? Not necessarily. Right. Well, but, you know, it is the biggest market, man. I mean, yeah, but that's my that's my thing. Yeah, but you know, when they when they was terrible. That we really kind of care. I don't right. recall, you know, it's 12 o'clock. I mean, yeah, you play the Knicks play on Christmas at 12 o'clock. But like I think the quarterfinal game should be on Christmas Day. Because they'll be playing for something. So right. But yeah, I do like it. Yeah. So do you you think um I think they did well with the championship? There was a fight on. So I think everybody in Vegas had them a, a ball because they had their game, and then right after the game. They had um, a pay-per-view fight on. I one. I don't know. I can't remember if it was in Vegas or not, but <clears throat> I think it was perfect. Yeah, and it, it was great because, like you said, normally, I mean, because I was watching the Hasman Trophy presentation, and then I was going kind of back and forth between, you know, and then after the, you know, after the thing was over at nine, I, you know, stopped watching. Um, they had a thirty for thirty. I was watching that, and I was watching the game as well. So, like I said, I. Who watches NBA basketball? I mean, I, when it comes to basketball this time of year, I will admit I am a casual <laughs> at this point. I mean, I'm not a casual maybe like after February. After, you know, at the Super Bowl, I'm entrenched with the NBA. But, yeah, you, you know, you turn a, a, a casual NBA fan 
in a winter time, you know, because <clears throat> if I if you would have sat there and say I you I watched a regular season basketball game from start to finish in the second week of December, mm-hmm. I'd be like, "You all right? You sick? You what's wrong? Ain't nothing else on TV." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you know, but that's what that's what the NCAA tournament did. It made turn like me. I would admit, like I said, I'm a I'm a casual from October to about. January, February, right? No, and that's that's what I'm saying. And, and truth be told, like like my my dad, like my dad, he watch every game. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he just do. He watch everything. And I am. I'm a casual too. You know, after Christmas, you know what I mean. That I want to see what they're doing after the All Star game. I just think that um, I think a lot of things with these tournaments is is really helping the general managers. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and and the, like to me and the coaches, I would say, okay, like you got to completely see like the Bucks. It's time for them to get rid of uh, what's his name, Portis. Bobby. It's time for him to go. I, I would, and then I, I would get rid of him and get some other big. They got a lot of bigs though, but I would get rid of him and see what they can get for them, and then like maybe maybe a taller guard to back up because um, there's something missing there. And I, I don't think Giannis is as happy also. You know what I mean? That fourth quarter. I put, see, I put that on Facebook. It was something on the floor. I was like, man, where Giannis at? Like, he just went, he just disappeared. But anyway, I know we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man. It, it was it was crazy. I think so. It, yeah, anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. You good? No, you No, what's up? I, I think that, like I said, these tournaments is showing, it's, it's, it's kind of showing, um, it's kind of like letting people see some things that they, you know, they want to promote stuff, but it's like, nah, that ain't, it's not clicking like it, like it was. They're going, y'all going to have to make some decisions, man. So we got to talk about our game to watch this weekend. So mm-hmm. this week's game to watch this weekend is powered by uh, Seat Geek. Head over to Seat Geek. Use that promo code Couch Coach to get yourself twenty dollars off your first purchase using Seat Geek. And you know, and we'll talk about our games to watch. So, if the games that you actually want to see in person, just head over to SeatGeek, use that promo code CouchCoach, get yourself twenty dollars off. So, what's your game to watch this weekend? I got two: uh, Cowboys versus the Bills. Um, Bills seven to six, Cowboys ten and three. <clears throat> um, like you said, Bills been playing um, some pretty good ball. They seven to six. Um, they got they got to win. You know what I mean? They need to win. Like it's no, got to win. You know, and so going there and, and you know change the whole dynamic of the Cowboys because they feeling themselves right now. My second game is the Titans, um, which is five and eight, with the uh, um, seven and six. Uh, I think they seven seven and six. Uh, the Texans. Um, the Texans is in fourth. But what I was saying was, um, if you pay attention, you got the Jags at eight and five. You got. The Colts are seven to six. You got the Texans at seven to six, and you got the Titans at five and eight. The Titans is playing. They played against the Miami. They just won. It's real tight. The Jags been losing. You know what I mean? And if the I think, I think the Colts are going to lose, <laughs> but you know, um, I think that's a division to watch because you know, um, is CJ is he playing? Um, I know he has. He's in. Um, had a concussion. I don't know. Right. He hasn't been clear yet. Okay. Well, they they said that um Lawrence is playing. 
They said he 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 probably know he practiced today. I don't know if he playing, but they said he practiced. So um, they they lose. You know what I mean? That division is up. That division yeah. is is wide open, man. So um, I think I think the Titans versus Texans is going to be a real good game to watch. Yeah, and I agree with you. And that one, because you think about it, because Jacksonville's playing Baltimore on Monday mm-hmm. Night Football. So, like you said, they dropped down to eight and six, and Houston went <laughs> it's eight and six, and and the coach yeah. yeah, and you know what's cr- like, and that's one thing too where it's it's weird because to me this week is almost like I call the week, the theme of the week is the domino effect because I I definitely in a weird way. So I gained to watch, and I think it is weird. The first domino is obviously I, you look at Pittsburgh and Indianapolis. They play on Saturday. They had that four o'clock game. It's weird because like the loser of that could potentially open the door for Houston and possibly the Denver Broncos. So that leads to my game in the week: the Detroit Lions versus the uh, Detroit. I mean, versus the Denver Broncos. I mean, you look at. Mm. Uh, obviously, the Lions losing to um, essentially the Bears, which, mm-hmm. you know, it's a divisional game. It just happens. So then you look at it now, Houston, not Houston, but, you know, Denver, they're another team where they've kind of picked themselves back up um, from from the from pretty much from the basement of the AFC West. And now they're within one game, um, you know, of the AFC West. <coughs> I think the thing with the Detroit is they're at a point now where we got to figure out is this team for real or not. Like, um, like I talked about it on on, um, on one of the shows, um, NFL matchup madness I do on Tuesday nights. We got to understand is, this, is we know this Detroit Lions team bite kneecaps at one o'clock and four fifteen in the afternoon. Can they literally bite kneecaps at night? And we're gonna really see they got two primetime matchups, and within the next two weeks. Obviously, they got Denver this week, and then um, they got the Cal- They got to go to Dallas on December the 30th. So we just want to see what this team is all about. If this is kind of a must-win for both of these teams, I think mm-hmm. if the Lions, you know, they could definitely kind of put themselves kind of essentially <clears throat> on the trajectory to win the NFC North for the first time in over 30 years. And then Denver. I think Denver has a spot, even though – they get in now with that wild card, but I don't think they're gonna win the. You know, I don't think they're gonna get the AFC West, and mm-hmm. I think you know they still be one game behind if they, um, if they because Kansas City they they got the Patriots. If they lose the Patriots, you know, it, Pat, you're gonna see a different 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 side of Patrick Mahomes. It's gonna be it's, it's gonna be dark. Um, but yeah, I I like that situation. So um, I think the Broncos and the Lions. That's that's my matchup of the week. It's my game to watch. Looking forward yeah. to watch that on prime time. And it makes sense. <laughs> Word. It seems like yeah. there's a lot of games to watch. Like you said, yeah. this, is, this week is a domino effect. Wow. Yeah. And then it's and it's crazy. It's funny. It is going to be funny if you take a snapshot. Even even tonight, if you take a snapshot tonight, and then you fast forward to you know Tuesday at midnight, the standards going to look dramatically different between what you see tonight. Before you know, for this week starts, and what and then the end of it. So that's right. the thing. That's that's the thing with the NFL. You cannot match 
you cannot match that. I don't care what nobody say. That's that's the NFL for you. It's the greatest reality television series there is. Forget Real Housewives of Atlanta, Orange County, PG, or whatever you want to call it, type of stuff, all kind of variations. NFL is the greatest reality show. Right. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Right. So we got to do our uh, pick seven. Uh, we'll do our uh, pick seven. Uh, we'll get that going now. We uh, So we got a Thursday night affair on Amazon. And boy, oh boy, <laughs> the puns are going. So we got Aiden O'Connell versus Ethan, Ethan Stick, Easton Stick in this matchup. And Amazon got the short end of the stick yet again this week. Who you got? Chargers, Raiders, who you got? Raiders. Yeah, give me the Raiders. The look, the, the crying Raiders kid gonna be okay. He's not gonna hate the Raiders this week, young man. Uh, we got the Vikings and the Bengals, a Saturday matinee at the jungle. Who you got? Vikings. Okay. Um, give me the Bengals. Give me Jake. Jake, Jake Browning and the sizzling hot, um, you know, Bengals. And shout out to our guy, Kevin McAllister, uh, a.k.a. Joe Burrow. Uh, get well, get, get well, young, young, young fellow. Uh, we got, huh, we got the Steelers and the Colts in a midday Saturday affair. This is the, the matchup for supper. What you got? <laughs> Man, I'm going with the Steelers, please. <laughs> Come on, Pass come on, that fourteen. Pass it to fourteen. All we gotta do. Yeah, man. <laughs> pull, pull through, nephew. Pull through, nephew. Pull through, nephew. Uh, shout out to my guy, Joe uh, Mitch Trubisky. But man, give me the Colts in this matchup. Give me the George guard. Um, we got then we got Saturday night prime time under the lights in Detroit. We got the 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 kneecap biters of Detroit. Versus the Denver Broncos, I got versus Russ. Um, yeah, Broncos. Okay. You know, I, I got I got love for the you know for guy guy Russ. Shout out to Russ. Just just had his daughter. Um, you know, two time Richmond Town Dispatch Player of the Year. I got love for you, Russ. But yeah, I hear you. Talk give me Detroit. I, give me give me give me the D- Detroit Lions, man. Get, Get your uh, get your dentures and your, and your mouth guards ready. They gonna bite some knees on the Saturday night. Um, we got the Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills in the afternoon set in the Sunday Sunday afternoon affair in in, in West New York. Um, I'm, I hate to do this, but I'm going with the Bills. Okay. Me too. I tell you, if I was a little bit younger and more in shape, I'd be jumping on 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 tables with y'all, Bills Mafia forever. Uh, give me give me the Buffalo Bills. We got the Baltimore Ravens. They're not at the Avenue. They actually yeah. got to go to Duval and play Duval. the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> they got the Jags. Who you got? Man, I I um I wish uh. I'm I'm picking um the, the Ravens, but I wish that um and what's my man's name from Duval? I wish he had a reality show where he watched games, they just got the camera on him because him and Gary Owens. Yes, oh, yeah. Lou Duval, him and Gary yeah. Owens had me dying last time, man. He was like, smile, man. He said, I never yeah. loved that. I never liked that fucking phone. <laughs> like then he left him in, in Jacksonville. Damn. But yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the Ravens. 
Yeah, shout shout out to Lil Duval, Lil AKA Rolling Powell, no relation. Shout out to my guy. <laughs> um, yeah, give me the Ravens. I definitely think you know. Uh, but Sunshine, I don't know. This will be kind of the game where Sunshine kind of do his thing, and uh, you might get bit on this one. But and it but it will make for compelling TV, especially now with the Ravens holding that that top spot in the AFC. This, like you said, this would be Sunday night would be the night that this happened. You know. And shout out, shout out to Maria, right, right, Maria Taylor. About to have right. that baby real soon. <laughs> yeah. All right, then round out our Monday Night Football matchup: Eagles and the Seahawks. Which got? Man, the Seahawks been losing. Um, yeah. I'm going with the Seahawks, but what is it about November and December that the Seahawks just they like they was quietly one of the most dangerous teams. In the league, and then since November, they just been been sliding. So I'm, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks, man. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go with the Eagles, man. I, I can't see them losing three straight. Me neither. I, like, it's, Me neither. It's yeah, they yeah, because if they lose three straight, they about to be in the basement with the Commanders. No, let me stop. No, no, you doing? And, uh, yeah, probably a little bit, but hey, you know, it's tis the season for actionness. So. <laughs> <laughs> game ball this week. Who you got? <clears throat> I'm giving it the game ball to Travis Hunter, who was named first time. What does it say? APFWAA All American. Basically, make it first first team All American. Congratulations to him. He uh, this this season he had uh, three interceptions, 57 catches, 721 yards, and five TDs. Congratulations, Travis Hunter. Shout out, Travis Hunter, man. I got you know. You ever you ever watch him on uh, on social media like on TikTok and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I thought Ram- I with, thought with your man. Wednesdays. Yeah, I thought I thought Ramsey was uh the the, the sauce king, but yeah, yeah, right, yeah, he, yeah, the sass the sass god, the, the, sass the new god. sass god, right? right. But yeah, uh, man, I like I, he did like a little tour him and his girlfriend. I'm like, damn, this dude was born like in 2002. He lived better than me. Yeah, I'm like, golly, like this right. dude. I was like, they got a nice apartment. I like, eh. I'm like, I should have played football. I should have been had got some NIL deals. I was like, maybe want to go to high school and see if I if I got dig up a transcript, see if I got some NCAA um, eligibility left at 39 you know, years to, old. You gotta do is get to college. They got quarterbacks. I we know now we know they got quarterbacks um, 45 years old still playing. I know that's like, crazy. Sure. You know, it's they worry no. about everything else. How are you gonna have a player? Damn in his 30s, still right. playing. And what's he gonna do? Right. Is he going to the league? Well, he only got two I years of prime. Like, tell me that you peaked in college without telling me you peaked in college. But yeah, man, I know. Oh, I like man. damn. I like damn. I need to uh I'm like damn, Travis Hunter living good. I'm over here, like damn. You know what's weird about that? Remember that? Remember your your homeboy that's the agent? And remember yeah. he was telling that story about the dude, <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the dude that uh was calling him to be, you know, he wanted him to be his agent. He was like, "How old are you?" And he said, "The age." I mean, shoot, he might have just been coming out of. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's crazy. That's but nice. yeah, man, um, I definitely, I gotta give a definitely huge shout out to uh, Zach Wilson, Mister um, Hadja Mama, you know, because he come into town. Uh, great performance against the, uh, the Texans last week, 27 for 36, 301 yards and two touchdowns. But in all seriousness, 
man, something Zach Wilson has gone through. Um, that's a, that, the, the moxie and the toughness for that. Because a lot of people, and I, you know, in, in, from a human element situation, um, he could have folded. Um, you know, and he's had some situations with this team and um, be able to fight back and, and do his thing. I'm definitely proud of a guy like Zach Wilson. I'm so happy for him having this type of success. I just hope you don't have it next week when we play y'all on Christmas Eve or hell if Red Aaron Rodgers come back. Lord, if he come back, I don't ruin my Christmas. But uh, final thoughts before we head on out tonight. What you got? Oh man, great, great show. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, man. Uh, can't wait the next week so we can talk about you know what else is going to happen. You know what I mean? And I'm trying to figure out what else could happen. You got Patrick Mahomes whining. You got uh, the Joker whining. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's see what else is going to happen now that Draymond is uh, he got to sit down somewhere. Is Ja back yet? Um, he's supposed to be back with 19. What is, is 19? Is what Tuesday? Okay. I think either Monday or Tuesday. I think either 18th or the 19th. But I think he's I think he's good because the way they interview, they interviewed um Adam Silver the other day. I think this is might have been right after the right during the NC tournament or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the way he's saying is like he's met like the, the criteria for him to come back as far I guess like classes or whatever that was, you know, that was required by the league. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, job, job back, your boy. He, he got to save his team, man. That team, can he save the Memphis Grizzlies? Because they should be sinking. Shout out to Michael Ray. No, nah, they, nah, they already, they tore it up, man. They tore a bunch of teams up this, this year, B. Like, they really, they made it a bad job. There's a lot of teams that was there that's not there no more. Y'all going to see. Yeah, man. Yeah. Y'all going to see. Yeah, Jaw, can you fix this team or and all? But yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Yeah, how Memphis is this year. But hey, it is what it is. But yeah, man. Um, once again, another another great show. Um, yeah, like you said, next week. Oh, you know it's gonna be some stuff going on next week, especially with the NFL. You know, the playoff picture definitely gonna be a little bit clearer. Still gonna be murky because mm-hmm. we're still after that. We still have three weeks left. Um. Yeah, and then you know, next week definitely gonna be some great matchups going until um week 16. Um, right. so yeah, oh, yeah, it's gonna be some stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah, it, it, just because of the holiday, in most in most industries, the holidays kind of dry up. Shoot, sports it never right. stops, right. never ever stops. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so social media before we head on out and upcoming, what you got going? Um. Um, social media DT Morgan 78 Instagram, Sean Morgan Facebook. I'm going to uh start a, a protest for the Lakers to please trade D'Angelo Russell. Please, <clears throat> he is a waste, he should not be there. He is, you could do so much better. Send him to Detroit, maybe Detroit needs him, and maybe we can get anyway. That's what I'm going to do. If you're down yeah, with me, please <laughs> join. Yeah, if, <clears throat> send him to Chicago. <clears throat> if he go to Detroit, man, at, it's, it, he gonna be on a milk garden, NBA milk garden. He gonna, he gonna, he, he literally gonna be on who he played for. The next episode of who he played for, right? If you go to Detroit, he'll be forgotten, bro. 
he keeps forgetting he's a point guard. And he's really not. He's really a two. <laughs> but he's horrible, B. Like, he hides behind, um, uh, what's your man, um, Austin Reeves. Like, hey, you really pay attention. You got to pay attention. He starts as a point guard. Austin Reeves comes off the bench. But guess who's closing the game? Oh. Austin Reeves. D'Angelo hey, is all. not on the He's not on the floor, B. And that's what I'm saying. Like, they gave him that extension. <clears throat> I'm wondering just so they can have some type of – they can add something to whatever trade they're going to make because yeah. yeah, he needs to go, B. Like, he's – see, it's sad because you have players on, on teams like Detroit, Chicago, Chicago – no disrespect, mm-hmm. like, just teams that's not doing well, and they playing their hearts out. They're playing their hearts out, and their team's not going anywhere, and they should go come to teams that's really trying to trying to make it. Like, Daniel's hard. Yeah, man. He yeah, he goes somewhere on a losing team. He'll just be forgotten, man. That'd be crazy. But yeah, so uh pretty much social media, um, Facebook, Instagram, uh, X aka Twitter, uh Couch Coach Live. Also check out the website couchcoachlive.com. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, once again, back at it again. We'll catch you guys next week, man. This has been this week's Couch Coach Live, and we're out. You woke up.